Marky Worthington podcast all day. All day. Dream by night. <laughs> Don't buy me a drink. Just give me 10 bucks. <laughs> all day. <laughs> Go down to the strip club with your floppy disk and turn it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. You'll get fucking thrown out by Big Tony. <laughs> We're here to name names and make people feel more ashamed for shit that they're not proud of. Don't blow it. Keep it simple. Count your money. No, whatever it is. Hey, welcome to the Mikey Worthington Comedy Podcast. This is episode 53. We've got Fete Singh. How you doing, man? Hey, good, dude. How are you? Good, good. Good to have you on the show. I um, have been doing comedy with you for a while now, and uh, it's the first time I've had you on the show. I think we spoke about it like pre-lockdown, potentially having you over, yeah. um, but this is the first time we've actually been able to do it. Um. And also, we've got a gig coming up as well on the uh, 7th of December, so it made sense to be able to get you get you over and do the do the uh, do the podcast before the gig, chat about the upcoming events, um, and people can like hear you and be like, "Dude, that guy is hilarious." <laughs> we'll get him. On, we'll go. On, we'll go and buy tickets to the show. Um, but yeah, we got got a gig coming up on the seventh. I'm gonna like impose a picture here of the gig poster. Uh, uh, showed Fat Day the um, the the proof before this. So yeah, it exists. It exists. It is a thing. It's um, it's it exists as in the way that like Bigfoot, if Bigfoot exists based on the proof that's presented. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, you can probably see on the gig poster in the bottom left there that it's sponsored by uh ned kelly whiskey so they're doing a giveaway promotion um as part of that where you can um you can win a bottle of ned kelly whiskey just by buying a ticket so buy your ticket you go in the draw to win but you need to be present on the night at the end of the night for me to draw the prize so if you're going to come along and watch the show make sure you stay till the end so you can get yourself a bottle but you don't tend to get too many walkouts on a um paid gig unless you know i say something truly horrendous mm. <laughs> like uh like what well we'll have to wait and see oh, yeah. uh tickets are available on Oztix, and you can come and see exactly what i could say to make you walk out but for the most part everybody's happy to be there i think people are just happy to see music uh see see music see well i mean it was music last time jeff brought his acoustic guitar yeah um but he's uh shout out to jeff with his composting secrets yeah um but yeah, most of the time it is uh, it is just Mike and me, and um, getting through it. But yeah, uh, so that's that's the that's the deal with Ned Kelly whiskey. Um, you win a bottle of that, and also as part of this episode, we're doing another giveaway. Uh, so they've given me two two items to um, two two enticements for that. So you can also. Um, win a ticket to that show by sharing this podcast so if you share this podcast you go in the draw to win a ticket to the show so that's the second thing nice that's the that's the that's the plugs out of the way early on so mm. now it's all it's all house money now we're just all um it's all it's all chats this whiskey is 100 percent halal as well isn't it oh dude i don't even know um do you think yeah let's, let's keep it let's go dude how great is it that um oh shit that like i wasn't sure whether that was a that's a thing like i'm just so <laughs> i'm so not sure whether i should like whether it is or not i thought about it for a while like i mean it is alcohol but like it's not an animal product so it's like a weird gray area i suppose but i don't know 
Yeah, it is, I mean. Start a poll. Start a poll in the comments or something. Is whiskey allow? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. No, we um we got that coming up. But um oh one one thing that I noticed when I did some research when I was looking into this whiskey stuff, like whiskey <sighs> company. So this one, like this bottle that um, they're giving us as part of the giveaway, is called Honor. And the reason that they did that is because he um, Ned Kelly did like a boxing match. I'll, I'll see. I got the like the wiki here. Yeah, it was done in August of eighteen seventy four. Oh, and um, it was. Where's the? There's like a description here, which is okay. Australian bushranger Ned Kelly. This is him posing, imposing picture yeah. again. Um, after defeating um, the, this guy, his 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 um, na- like boxing name was uh, Wild Wright. <laughs> in a twenty, it was twenty round bare knuckle um, boxing match. I don't know why I thought fifty in Beechworth, Victoria. I feel like that's just a standard night out in Beechworth, Victoria. <laughs> Go twenty rounds with some dude who, uh, who has a beard. <laughs> yeah, who pinched your lady's uh, knickers or something? Yeah, do do twenty rounds. Iron her petticoat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as you can see from the picture, I no, uh, showed Fate before this. The uh, like he's wearing like long johns with a pair of boxing shorts over the top. It's just it literally. He looks like he's done like tw- this is after the match. He did like twenty rounds, barely a scratch on him. It just looks like. Um, he was startled, like he was asleep, and someone knocked <laughs> on his door, and this is how he answered it. <laughs> it took like two hours or something to take a photo back then, probably. So he was probably standing there trembling, like. Yeah, maybe he was all beaten up after the fight, but he like healed in the time it took to take the photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who knows, dude? We, we were thinking, we were talking about who who documented his life, like who was taking the photos and putting in the journal logs for him. Yeah. Like, he doesn't strike me as, like, a journaler. <laughs> yeah. Like, like he sat down every night and was like, oh, dear diary, you know? Did you think that Ned Kelly would have a podcast if he was around now? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're listening to it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Ned Kelly podcast. Yeah, that'd be super chaotic, dude. Like, yeah, he'd be threatening every guest. They wouldn't, they wouldn't come again, for sure. So I did, um, I did like a charity event, um, that was like a Ned Kelly beard competition <laughs> and, um, we went to get this photo at the end with some, like, uh, another charity organization that had like, that was also part of it, but they didn't want like a photo of me with the Ned Kelly helmet. Hmm. Because uh, what he'd do, people that don't know, a lot of people know, but he's, he would wear, like, armor, which is why he lived for so long. Because back in, like, the 1800s, coppers just had muskets and shit. So, like, he would just walk out in a suit of armor and, like, the bullets wouldn't really be able to get to him because he would just be wearing this massive shield of armor. <laughs> so, I was near the helmet and the photographer was like, oh, can you stand away from the helmet? We just, we do some work with Victoria Police and we don't want them to, like, you know get mad because of the ned because he was an outlaw right yeah and i was like it happened in 1870 whatever like are they still like 
pissed off because he got away with crime before they killed him. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't think Vic, like Vic, police were are even mad. I just feel like it was just the photographer like didn't want to accidentally piss someone off. Like you know how they err on the side of caution. They're like, oh, just just just, just in case. Yeah. Mm. So they were mad because he's an outlaw and. This I, photographer was like, I don't want to take the risk in case they're still mad. <laughs> <laughs> what would happen 200 years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, fair shit. Some people uh, don't want to ruffle any feathers, I guess. That's what we're here for, right? To ruffle some feathers. That's right, yeah. That's yeah, right. I love feather ruffling. The old uh, the feather rufflers. But this is the thing, man. It's like um, the way that... The way that the whole, um, the whole, like, oh, I don't want to, like, ruffle feathers. Have you ever gone out when, like, because you do, like, a bit of crowd work and shit. And for people that don't know this already, Fate is a comedian. He's on the bill for the for the gig. So, like, he's obviously done comedy before. Um, if you're a fan of him, you would have seen it. Um, or if you're just at Smith's when he was doing comedy, you would have seen it. Um, if you're at the basement, was the first time you ever did comedy at the basement? Yeah, it was like November of, uh, last year. Yeah. Yeah, it was at the basement. Um, I did quite a lot of material on, uh, was it flashlights? I don't know, that was the second gig. Probably, uh, like Uber and stuff, you know, like oh, just yeah. doing like like social media sort of commentary yeah on uh like a sort of crappy seinfeld bit but it was it was so much fun even though no one laughed you know i think chris was the only one laughing at my jokes so it was such a thrill you know? <laughs> yeah the thing is like if chris laughs you're not sure it's because you're doing good or bad because <laughs> like chris is such a scholar of comedy <laughs> <laughs> that he'll see the bit within the bit yeah you know he sees a bit everywhere yeah that's why he's that's why he's so good chris malton right we're yeah, talking about yeah, the same yeah, chris yeah because uh yeah he just does a character and anything he says just cracks me up because he's a character you know yeah but i just i just i don't know how to act so until i can learn how to act i actually got to write some funny stuff <laughs> but like as i was saying before you tend to do a lot of crowd work um that i that i've noticed anyway it depends on the room sometimes i notice um, Smith's tends to be more of like a crowd work venue. Um, but yeah, that, if you come out like on the back foot, like not like confident or not like willing to deliver material, it always, you always get that, like not sure how to be received response from the crowd. It's like, even like, I think crowd work is like kind of, um, a bit more like of a dominant sort of like trait yeah whereas if you come out and you're like oh i'm not like you ever seen like new people or someone that's doesn't is that's trying new material it's always like oh, i'm not really sure about that bit or whatever yeah whereas i tend to find that like the minute that you show like a sign of like i don't know what i'm doing the crowd's like oh he doesn't know what he's doing <laughs> like i'm gonna like turn on him yeah there was this guy um i forgot his name is james I think James McMahon, he was sort of like one of the, he was in comedy when I first started. Yeah. I, don't, I think he moved to Melbourne actually, mm. but he used to have this bit where he'd come out and like read his 
first joke off a piece of paper and like act like super fucking nervous like he'd be like shaking and shit yeah and like the crowd response was always just like oh you can do it like you look it's okay like we're not gonna hurt you and then he would just like get into his material after that and the crowd would be like oh it was a bit Mm. but he was like he was so good at selling it that you actually thought that like it was his first time ever doing comedy and he was like really nervous yeah um yeah yeah this is like inside the actor's studio stuff like behind the scenes yeah yeah yeah. this is the mask like the the misdirection and stuff because comedy is sort of like magic isn't it like you gotta there's a bit of like not slay of hand but like slay of words and like misdirection and you know people have expectations and then you just sort of like there's a punchline and it's you sort of confirm the expectations and it's like uh What's that show where that guy exposes all the magic tricks? The guy with the mask? Yeah, it's the mask magician. The mask magician? Yeah, the yeah. Dude, that was some shit. Like, when I was younger, my old man filmed... Like, he didn't... Feel, he, like, reco- he recorded that onto cassette, like, when it was on TV. <laughs> so he could, like, learn the tricks. <laughs> Your dad did? Yeah, yeah. Shit. He, he was just like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. So what, he had the props and everything? Like no, no, box he, didn't, and he never did it. He just was just like, if I wanted to, they're there. He's got it on file. Yeah, it's on file. Yeah, that's, that's, it, yeah. that's what people did, I guess, before the internet. Like, they that stored was, things. That's and, how they stored shit on file. Like on, a, like on a cassette or like a VCR? Both. So like used a VCR to record it onto cassette. Oh, true. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I'll tell you what's great about that, though. Like... Well, for, for starters, he didn't record over the wedding video. That's good. That's always <laughs> the first main thing when you record onto cassette. You want to make sure you don't tape over the fucking wedding <laughs> with the masked magician. <laughs> and um, imagine that just like ceremony. Because mum and dad got married in 1986. So their wedding video is a fucking jam. Yeah. I was watching it and just looking at all the different hairstyles and dresses. And yeah, it's it's a it's a true representation of the era and um yes everything was held up with hairspray and like there's neon and stuff you know yeah it was like um like my my dad has the haircut like the beatles like you know the like the, the bob <laughs> the the ringo star the, he has the ringo star I mean, they all have the same haircut yeah yeah and my uncle's like going bald instead of like completely bald <laughs> um, yeah my uh yeah one of my uncles has pretty impressive head of hair for a man who's like in his late 60s mm. like circa late 60s and the other guy is fully bald so like couldn't be genetic it must just be stress related you know <laughs> that means i'm gonna go bald dude because i'm like so fucking stressed most of the time like <laughs> i just like we'll just get like get worked up over shit but here's the thing dude i um have a beard so i can just shave my head just you have a beard yeah oh yeah yeah i know right oh, i was wondering what that yeah, was yeah just in case anyone did, doesn't already know if you're listening to this podcast you've had to click on my socials and you like that's like my main fucking promotional point <laughs> that would be like saying like oh does Woolworth sell groceries yeah they're I, the fresh food people i only know them for their fucking shops i didn't know what they did in them yeah they just have <laughs> shops and there's nothing in there yeah. Just robots patrolling the aisles and cleaning them. <laughs> like in Terminator. <laughs> the, like the ones with like the machine guns on them that are just on the little, little tra- tank tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I so, hate how those robots that clean woolies have like a human voice. Like that just annoys me like really badly for some reason. Like they should just beep, you know, they should just beep and emit like little computer noises. Well, they have the, they have the audacity to speak to you like fuck off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like if it's going to be a robot, at least have a robot voice. Yeah. That's uh, as, as most bogans with a um, fucking credit card know this term false advertising yeah <laughs> the amount of time so i used to work in retail and anyone that's ever said that's false advertising was just like a bogan called trish that had a fake credit card and was trying to like get money out of it and like long nails yeah i used to work in retail as well i used to work at lowe's in Belconnen, so nice yeah i sold a lot of hawaiian shirts yeah i've got one in the cupboard actually it's got beers on it yeah <laughs> Yeah, but they're not actually are... beers they're like fake brands there's is one... it like a beer with wings on it no it's like it's called like a Haloha. <laughs> ah Aloha. yeah i know that one that was probably like 2016 or something yeah that's that's exactly what it was yeah. so i went back in 2017 they didn't have it anymore <laughs> yeah people get really frustrated they come to lowe's like oh no you don't, you don't have a medium in the fucking pineapple unicorn fucking beer hawaiian shirt like, dude i'm doing you a favor get out of here man <laughs> Did you love how customers think they're doing you a favor when they come to the shop? Yeah. And it's like you are technically because you're paying to be like to get items from here. Mm. But at the end of the day, like even like in like the big companies, like I used to um, work in like a, like a bigger shop as well. You don't know what the fucking like, like, the, if you if they lose a customer that doesn't affect me i'm still getting paid five bucks an hour yeah <laughs> you know i'm not getting yeah you don't get commissions yeah i used to get commissions when i worked at um when i worked at uh, dick smith back in the day mm. um but they changed the commission structure i used to get paid like decent commissions but then they put it down they like slowly reduced it yeah and then they reduced themselves yeah performance uh performance based incentives man that's that's the way to go that's how you get your employees to actually do something you know rather than just uh play with the sportify playlist all day yeah i used to put on like heaps of weird music at lows oh yeah sort of try to try and deter customers from coming <laughs> <Just> <laughs> it's like a bit of metal and like jazz fusion and just throw them off a little bit Anything? jazz fusion Yes, a bit of jazz fusion, a bit of metal, some like bossa nova, just random shit. Yeah, what kind of metal? Metal, like, oh, like Iron Maiden, I guess. And uh, although that was sort of popular, so it was it defeated the purpose. But like Cradle of Filth, I guess. <laughs> Lamb of God, that's metal, right? Yeah. You like metal, don't you, Molly? Yeah. yeah, I'm into metal. <laughs> I also have a beard, did you notice? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, since we're on the, like... All the, stating all the obvious shit i actually met danny filth the singer from cradle of filth oh his last name is filth i don't know if it's legally no, <laughs> his last name but that's what did also nervous <laughs> i walked up because so he was i'm gonna put the photo here actually there's yeah. another picture to go here yeah um so i um was working at the basement and they were playing there and he wasn't doing meeting greets but i was like oh i'll like 
take some glasses out the back to put them in the cupboard. And maybe if I catch him, I'll mm. say hi, you know? Mm. So, I go out the back. Oh, actually, before I went out the back, my buddy who was there, um, who used to carry a satanic Bible with him. Oh, I've told you this story before. So, now it's on the podcast. It's like part of the... It's in, it's in the universe now. <laughs> so, um, my, um, my buddy used to carry a satanic Bible with him. <laughs> everywhere kind of like um you know like in the simpsons where ned gets shot but his bible keeps it stops him from getting yeah, the bullet. yeah yeah he would keep a satanic bible on him pretty much like the same thing <laughs> in case he got shot in the heart his satanic bible would save him a left-handed satanic bible yeah yeah it's the left hand side yeah mm. imagine if he didn't know which side like he didn't know like anatomy and he put like the put it on on the wrong side <laughs> Like, it would have stopped it if he just paid attention in class. Yeah. Um, so I um, I go to him and was just like, hey, man, have you got your Bible on you? Um, I'll take it out and see if I can get Danny Filth to sign it for you. And he was just like, oh, I didn't bring it, but I've got my Pokemon card. <laughs> so, yeah, I got my Pokemon card. Off, I got the Pokemon card off him. I went out the back, and I was just, like, so nervous that I, like, nearly called him mr filth <laughs> like you like you're a fucking grade school teacher yeah yeah i'm like hey excuse me and then i nearly said mr filth and i was like danny um my massive fan i was wondering would you like to sign my friend's pokemon card for him and he and get a photo mm. and he was just like yeah sure i'll sign it is because he's like He's from like the part of England that they don't talk about the um the uh the Cockney part. Oh yeah. So he's literally like Cockney English. He's just like, Yeah, I'll sign it, no worries. <laughs> and I like give it to him and he's just like, What's his name? I'm like, Oh, it's Ben and he wrote like B E and then he and then he's put a, instead of putting the N he started like drawing an A and I was just like, Oh, it's Ben and he's like, what's it? I'm like, it's it's Ben, B-E-N. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I thought he said his name was Bean. <laughs> I was like, Bean? And he's just like, I thought it was a funny name. I was like, Bean? Why is he called Bean? Oh, well. And then he, like, writes it. And then I get a photo with him, which is the photo I've had up here the whole fucking time. Mm. Um, yeah, and then called it at that. And then they came back and played again in 2019, I think. And, um, they did know me to meet Gretchen. and I didn't need to, like, see him because I was, like, I'm satisfied that I met him once. Yeah. My plan was to try and get him on the podcast for my metal podcast. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I never, never got a chance to do that. He was, he was otherwise occupied. Yeah. Yeah. Well... The thing is with, like, the bigger acts, it's hard to book them as podcast guests because you need to go through their, like, management company. Mm. And most of the time, they're, like, they get so many emails and requests that it's hard. Like, you, you rarely hear back from them. You send up in the junk folder or something. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, the folder that's devoted to people that want podcasts because they're so <laughs> common now. But I've messaged some, like, pretty big, like, names and yeah. they've gotten back to me 
which is cool. Well, they they said no, but they still got back to me. <laughs> like so, some people, I'm just like, holy shit, you actually got back to me. Like that's cool. Yeah. Um, and it had your name like hello Marky instead of hello uh, anonymous applicant. Yeah, yeah, hello in brackets customer name. <laughs> like in search field or something like it like an email template <laughs> yeah. did i um i actually seen a meme that was like that this guy got this message and it was just like um hello user's name <laughs> um and then and then it was like i'll be in user's location <laughs> on thursday if you wanted to hang out like that <laughs> And then he just replied with like, um, like, sorry, like, chat robot, and like he replied basically with the same sort of message, but um, only he wrote it out. <laughs> so he basically replaced all the fields with like generic terms. Yeah, it's like uh, like bots on Tinder. You ever you ever met a Tinder bot? It's like a. I don't, I've, I don't use I've, Tinder. I've never met a Tinder boy. Yeah, I've never met them either. I've like definitely matched with them. Notoriously years. hard to see them in the flesh. But <laughs> Imagine if you were so good at chatting that you, like, convinced the person that wrote the Tinder bot to, like, hang out with you. <laughs> like, you just were so good at, like, um, communication that eventually they, like, got the messages. And they're like, this guy actually seems pretty cool like i think what like, is what is the agenda of tinder bots like what are they out to do is just like is this inside chaos or like i think it's a money thing or just to get your data your credit card details like the nigerian prince i feel like it's still money i'm gonna see if i can find that meme but yeah the um i think it's i think it's all money hmm. i'm thinking money at this point it's got to be cash related has to be cash related have you ever um, been scammed by anything before? Like accidentally fallen for something in the early days? Huh. Back in school, I probably uh, gave a guy some money to get me something from the canteen and then never <laughs> saw it. They just left? Like maybe like a chocolate eclair. But nothing, nothing after that that I can remember. Have you been scammed by like telemarketers or something? No, so I... Um... I've, I've had people try, like, when the, the, the whole hi that I'm calling from Microsoft. Yeah. Like, I've had that multiple times. Um, and I've had, like, you know, you get the standard emails and stuff. But the thing is, sometimes, like, they try and hitch up, like, a business opportunity. Like, it's not even, people, scammers aren't, like, just trying to be like, oh, send me some money to my PayPal. Mm. It's like hi like we'd like to represent your podcasts on our podcasting network like to me that's a scam like it's it's actually someone trying to reach out and do business but in my mind <laughs> that's a scam yeah no it's so like i um i sometimes get messages on instagram because i like do some branding stuff like like obviously the whiskey and like um, I get sponsored by a mad Viking beard company, um, to, for the, the like beard oils and shit. And, um, I'm kind of like, I must be in some database somewhere. It's like a brand ambassador. <laughs> so like I get random messages to like, for like, 
you know, like cheap rings and shit, like because <laughs> they want to like use that for marketing or like yeah, some dude like trying to sell a, I don't know, like a metal, like a like a plastic tampon on Wish dot com, and he he's like hits you up like, hey, I got this new product or something. <laughs> Have you seen the crap on Wish dot com? Like, I don't I don't know how those guys are still afloat. Like, I'm gonna get their messages now because of, of like oh uh, no. They know. They have ears out for like anyone that says wish.com. Yeah, if you type in wish.com and Facebook Messenger, it just automatically inserts the link. It's like, dude, I wasn't trying to like draw my business for them. I was saying, look at wish.com. It sucks ass, you know? <laughs> that was the message. <laughs> Such a funny term. It sucks ass. Yeah, it's wish sucks ass. <laughs> dude, that sounds like the worst kind of thing. That's the worst thing, and, and and from Wish as well, it would be fucking um, a good marketing campaign. Wish, we suck ass. Yeah, we, we suck major ass. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some, like, I actually don't see their ads, but I get, I see people that have screenshotted the ads and put yeah. it as their status to say, like, <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? It's ridiculous. It's actually like hilarious. Like you'd see like a photo, of, a photo of Saddam Hussein, and it's like twenty two dollars. Like what? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> and a little vial, and it says like um, cocaine uh, for ophthalmic use only. It's like seventeen dollars. So what? <laughs> Is this real? Is this clickbait? Yeah, that you see, you see like so many random things on on there. That, like people will like like sex toys and shit will just come up on Wish. <laughs> I I describe myself as um because I, I went and seen a comedian Isaac Butterfield um down at Hellenic Club um earlier this year. Yeah, and um when I got a photo with him, I was like, I look like you ordered Isaac Butterfield on Wish, <laughs> and I turned up. <laughs> Just like the budget version. Yeah, like dollar store or something. Yeah, dollar store. You have dollar store in Australia? Uh, we don't have... We've got hot dollar. Hot dollar and top dollar. And, top uh, dollar, yeah. And uh, The reject shop, dude. The reject, sh yeah. Dude, the reject shop is a fucking meme. Like, it is It is literally just like a fucking potluck yeah you like buy stuff and you're just trying to work out like what's the reason it got rejected <laughs> <laughs> like i i bought um christmas wrapping paper there once yeah because i was like i don't really care about wrapping paper because you just tear it open like it doesn't need to be expensive or good so i'm like i'll just go to the reject shop and get some i got a roll for a dollar mm. and i brought it home and i'm like had the thing that i wanted to wrap and i pulled it out <laughs> And it was just literally one layer of wrapping paper. Like it was like this, like it was like, like 30 centimeters yeah. of wrapping paper. Like just one revolution of the roll. Yeah. Just to wrap like a perfume bottle. Like a perfume bottle. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally <laughs> what I wrapped with it. That's the only thing you could wrap. But that's like all that I needed to wrap. Hmm. So I was like pretty happy because it was like, it was like a stitch up, but it was efficient yeah because i was like i if i if it was a whole roll i only would have used that much and put the rest in the cupboard yeah but now i you know get the job done save cupboard space yeah. it's actually quite a good deal 
And it costs a dollar. Yeah, my cupboard's full of fucking wrapping paper as it is. Just Everyone has that. at the seams. I feel like everybody has a wrapping paper section of their cupboard. I don't really give gifts, so, like, I don't have any of that stuff. I don't have tape. I don't have scissors. <laughs> you don't have scissors? I don't have any little fancy paper bags. Yeah. Nothing. I got, like, a bag of those paper bags in the shed. Yeah. Just in case. <laughs> the bag of bags? Yeah. Oh, yeah, whoever gonna... wins the, the whiskey will probably get it in one of those bags. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, we should sample this whiskey. Yeah. Oh, we probably have to give this one away. Yeah, you'll get it with a nip out of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with 20 ml missing. Like, oh, it was free, dude. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not even a full shot. <laughs> you had two town meal shots each. Yeah. He's super frugal. Well, the reason that I messaged them is because I actually bought a bottle and liked it, so I um, message them because, like, you know, I like to, I, I don't really tend to, like, represent a company mm. if I don't like their products. Yeah, no, you wouldn't sell, like, a dildo off wish.com because <laughs> exactly. that'd be, like, false advertising. Oh, uh, that, that, I would if I, like, bought one and it was great. And then What I, are the odds of that happening? Yeah, I know, right? It's like, it's, um, the, yeah, the, the chances are better of getting a full um, roll of um, wrapping paper from the reject shop. <laughs> Have you had, um, do you drink a lot? Uh, not as much as um, most bartenders. Yeah. Oh, you are a bartender, yeah. Shit. I would think all bartenders would be like fucking Nicolas Cage and leaving Las Vegas. <sighs> Dude, that is such a fucking crazy movie, right? <laughs> My favourite scene in that movie is where he comes out and gets two bottles of vodka. Yeah. And he threw the cap away. Like, he's not going to put the lid back on. And then he walks into the shower while he's still sculling the first <laughs> bottle. And he drinks, like, half the second bottle and puts it, like, in the little rack where you put, like, shampoo and stuff. Like, yeah. in the shower. He put, like, the bottle in there while he, like, continued to shower. Man, that's amazing. That's my favorite scene. There's this one scene of him like taking two bottles from the fridge and he's walking through like a dim living room and he's clutching them to his chest and he he's trying to like come across as like uh, tragic and like miserable, but he's got this weird like trembling impression expression on his face and you just can't help but laugh. It's like fucking yeah. that, that movie's just like such a gold mine. There's the bit where they pick up this fucking suitcase and he's like, no, leave it, I've got it. And it just all, the, it opens up and all the bottles just fall out. Like he hasn't even got any clothes. It's just filled with like booze. <laughs> he's going through the, he's like, he hates himself and he's like a miserable alcoholic. But then like in the morning when he's going through the liquor store with a shopping cart, he's like singing and whistling to himself. Like skipping through the aisle and yeah. chucking vodka and absinthe and whiskey, everything in there. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I um, Oops. I had a really disgusting um liquor, a Chinese liquor in like twenty thirteen, and I still remember like the taste of it because it was so awful. Yeah, it's called Baiju. Okay, and it's made from like sorghum, which is a kind of grain. And uh, the brand is uh, Kuei Tao Mu Chai or Kuei Chao Mu Tai or something. Yeah. 
and there's like ads of it up there's ads of it up like outside sydney airport comes in this like gray opaque bottle so it's not even gloss like gray plastic it's got like a red ribbon on it <laughs> and like you have one sip like you just need like a few ml and you take a sip and it's tastes like rat poison or like lye or something awful and it's like the worst thing ever and I just, like, cannot imagine how anyone could drink any of that. Like, I know you're not, maybe you're not meant to enjoy it. Maybe it's just Chinese people hate themselves or something. But, <laughs> oh, it was just so awful, man. Fucking I'm hell. like, is, is it, it tastes like rat poison, which means you've either tasted rat poison. <laughs> or you just assume that that's what it tastes like. <laughs> like, I, I remember when I was a kid, once I got, um, I used to like, um, like, you know those, like, snacks? boxes it's got like like different like it's like for christmas or whatever you pull it out it's got a whole bunch of different things like the like the like the soy snacks and like the random like peanuts and stuff all in like one tray yeah and there's like a mixture of all different things on there i bought one of those and it had um wasabi peas in there yeah and i left it on the bench and i was like snacking on them and my dad came out and he like seen the wasabi peas and he had one and i like walked out and he was like rinsing his mouth in the sink <laughs> and i said what what are you doing he's just like someone's put rat bait in this <laughs> <laughs> like he just but what do you think about it right if you've never had wasabi before yeah that's probably what you would imagine rat bait would feel like in your mouth yeah tingly and sinusy it's very horseradishy it is very horseradishy it goes through your nose yeah fuck so that's uh yeah but it, it was just like i'm pretty sure that's rap <laughs> like convinced that it wasn't at like, all yeah fucking uh the, the wife of the kid has bloody put some rat baited peas <laughs> on the counter again here we go this rinse it out <laughs> Yeah, the, the wife of the kid. Someone's <laughs> trying to kill me in this house. Oh, well. Should have seen this coming. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just ate the ate the wasabi piece and was like, well, my day has come. <laughs> <laughs> they say that arsenic tastes like almonds. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I heard How, that. Why did you read that? Um, it was someone that his wife was trying to kill them by putting arsenic in their porridge every morning that'd be a good place to put it because people usually put almonds in porridge yeah imagine if they put almonds in there as well <laughs> <laughs> and he was like there's too much arm it's got too much of an almond flavor <laughs> oh that's how he knew because one day it tastes like almonds but though he couldn't see any almond <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it's oil, babe. It's just oil. It's almond oil. It's almond milk. It's like, you know, Huey, the TV chef? Huey. Yeah. I it, think so. It was a thing in like the 90s, uh, early 2000s. There was this dude that would like, he was sponsored by Bilo. Hmm. And uh, he would just cook butter, but like with other stuff. <laughs> so like his every recipe would just start with like 500 grams of butter, melt yeah. that, and then cook like a steak like yeah. that would be all of his recipes would just be like start with what you want to do is start with a bunch of butter put it in the pan okay and then add garlic and then you're done just, you start with butter you got to finish with butter as well true exactly let's say you get a michelin star <laughs> yeah yeah okay well 
there's something that Huey and Bilo could take out of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, one time I was watching the show and he was just like, all right, so we're going to put a little bit of peanut oil in this. Yeah. And then he goes, if you're allergic to peanuts, just use olive oil. And I was like, who is allergic to peanuts? And goes, oh, but that's oil. Like, it's not, I'm allergic to peanuts, not peanut oil. Like, yeah. Do you reckon that would, who would take the chance? And, like, <laughs> and then I was like, no, nah, it's a good thing he mentioned that. Because they're like, <laughs> he's covering himself. He'd be like, oh, yeah. Like, Huey covers his ass by being like, oh, yeah, it's, no, you can't have peanut oil if you're allergic to peanuts. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, he's like, Huey the fucking, like, allergy professional. <laughs> Works for the FDA. If you're if you're allergic to butter, you can't have any of his recipes. <laughs> That'd be a tragic life, dude. Being allergic to butter. The you'd have to be allergic to like dairy. I feel like people who are lactose intolerant are pretty much that, right? You never know what richness is. You know, you don't know the meaning of decadence in a dish. <laughs> you just need butter. <laughs> There's no substitute like margarine sucks ass doesn't it <laughs> margarine is like wished or corn butter <laughs> yes fuck yeah it's not a comedy podcast unless there's a callback in there callback to everything everything Ned kelly fucking he loved butter as well probably <laughs> probably i mean it probably was like a luxury item in the 1800s yeah when did margarine come about <laughs> the thing is like are you a are you a margarine guy or you're you're a butter person you know, it's funny, I haven't bought a stick of butter in like two or three months. I usually use olive oil, which is a bit hypocritical because I just did like a speech on the on the greatness of butter, but... You can enjoy something with I don't really buy any groceries anymore. I just waste my money on food from outside, you know? Yeah, what sort of food? My mom might see this, so like, yeah, sorry about that. But uh, I just eat like Burmese curry like six times a week and I eat like uh, just like chicken schnitzel at a pub or something <laughs> and uh, yeah dude like working full time I just have no time to bloody make anything I just I don't really like cooking anymore yeah I'm just... I like to throw things at the microwave yeah and nuke them have you seen twins with Danny DeVito no oh well the concept is great of the movie Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger are biological twins oh I can't believe it. I've heard of this I can't believe I haven't seen this movie yet and it's like the greatest premise <laughs> <laughs> who wrote that script dude fuck let's get him on the next show it's like when I um yeah like it when when i because my brother looks very similar to me but like you can tell we're not twins but we look similar yeah and um <laughs> someone said are you twins and he's like yeah like i'm danny devito <laughs> <laughs> um anyway so he so devito like introduces arnie to the microwave yeah. and like microwaved food because the the start of the movie basically and i won't spoil it but basically the idea is like arnie's grown up on an island and taught like martial arts and fitness and all this like stuff and danny devito is just like a degenerate that's grown up 
in like the city mm. that's like always dodging debt and like has fines and all this crazy shit and they come together um because arnie finds out he's got a twin so he wants to meet him yeah and and there's this scene where he's like he's like um throwing some um fucking like chicken parmesan in the in the microwave and just like heating it up that way for dinner yeah and he's like i know you're probably used to spear and fish off the lagoon but in the in, in but in america we nuke it <laughs> <laughs> he just pulls it out and he just fucking sprinkles the cheese on there and gives it to him and it, and then it just it's just him just going like and he's just like hmm i like nuke food <laughs> <laughs> so yeah in the main it He's, it just reminds me of you saying that you eat from the microwave. He's like, in America, we nuke it. <laughs> yeah, microwave is like, uh, it's like digital cooking and like stovetop is like analog, you know? I don't do analog anymore. I think it's redundant. <laughs> so you're just like in the future. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to think how they thought of microwaves, right? yeah do you know like how it was invented was it was it like maybe space age technology or was it like so from what i understand there was a guy that was working with like a system that had like the same had like a magnetron in it hmm. and he noticed that whenever he was near it his candy bar in his pocket was melting <laughs> and he was like oh let's see if we can like use this to heat food and turned it into a microwave because he was like well like little did he know that like he was also like being exposed to the fucking the rays of them yeah like the candy bars melting i'm trying to conceive a child nothing seems to be working yeah <laughs> all his bombs are nuked just fucking lying dead <laughs> It's like, man, I've been trying to knock up my wife for four years and I've never had a solid candy bar. My life's just turned into <laughs> shit. Like, I think there's a Simpsons episode where maybe, like, Dr. Hibbert is examining Homer's sperms under the under the microscope. Yeah. And they're, like, sitting on, they're, like, sperms are sitting on little armchairs <laughs> instead of swimming around. And there's like two that are just headbutting each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I remember when we were doing sex ed in high school, they showed like a close up of some sperm. Yeah. And um, every time the son would have a question, the teacher would pause the the video. Yeah. To answer the question, then hit play. So we got to the point where like everyone was just kept putting their hand up and kept interrupting the fucking video. Um, it was like one of the, like, TV on, like, a wheel, the, like, the stand with wheels on it, with, like, the VCR. <laughs> he just wheel it in. He just wheel it in, like, he booked it for that lesson to show us this video. <laughs> and, um, there was one that had, like, it was a sperm with, like, two tails. Uh. Just, like, one head, but, like, two tails. And <laughs> this kid puts his hand up, and he's just like, would that kid have four legs? <laughs> And the teacher's like, well, normally, like, that, 
like the the amount of tails doesn't affect the actual person, right? Yeah. Like it, the, the 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 tail doesn't become legs, and um, it's not like a frog or something. Yeah, yeah, it's not like a frog where like it turns into a thing. I don't have tadpoles <laughs> in my testicles, you know. That'd be weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, but then it was like, would that one have an advantage over the other one? Like he's about to hit play and he's just like, wait, so another question, would that one have like an advantage over the other? That's an excellent question. Like in swimming. Yeah. Yeah. And the teacher was like, well, normally they can't actually like get the tails to work together in unison. So like they spend most of the time like just spinning around in circles instead of being able to go to where they need to go. Yeah. And the kid was just like. So imagine if he just got his shit together, he'd fucking fly past all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, <laughs> the teacher just didn't reply and just hit play on the, on the video. <laughs> How funny is that as a, like, idea, though? It's just, like, the idea of that thing, like, having a brain to just be like, man, I need to get my shit together. I know that I've got what it takes to beat all these other ones. Yeah. But I just can't get me fucking tails in the same spot. Yeah, like greatness is a burden sometimes. You know, it's a burden to be unique. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that sperm was suffering for its art. Yeah. He was... Yeah, they needed to put him in a special program. He was like one of those kids, that sperm. <laughs> yeah, he was like the... Uh, he had... Um, Savant. He, he was like... like it, that would be the sperm that creates fucking, like, Van Gogh. Van Gogh? Van Gogh. Why do I say Van Gogh? Van That's Gogh. how it's spelled, though, isn't it? Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember, do you ever see that show um, called, like, Gogs or something? It was, like, Cavemen out of clay animation? Yeah, I've seen a bit of it. That's, uh, that was some creepy shit. Kids' shows from that era were fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Was that early 90s? Early 90s, yeah. yeah. And there was um, The Trapdoor, dude. Oh. Have you seen that one? Is that R.L. Stein or something? No. Goosebumps, no. dude. No, dude. It's, it's like, it get, could be, but it's not. It's like an R.L. Stein premise, but built by ABC. <laughs> um, so Trapdoor was like this little blue clay animation dude called Burke. And he would like feed this fucking monster that lived down the trapdoor in his castle and he would feed him like fucking like slugs and fucking spiders and snails and shit fish heads yeah just all that gross stuff he would just like put it all on like a thing and take it down to him but you never saw the monster would just always see bert fucking losing his shit burke because he, he just like was so paranoid that he wasn't going to keep the the monster happy yeah. And throughout the entire thing, he'd just be like, Burke, feed me. <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, yeah, coming for you. But like, then he'd mumble something about him, like, under his breath, like, oh, I have to do everything around here or some <laughs> shit like that. Uh, yeah, that was some proper 90s theme stuff. That's a toxic relationship. Yeah, it is. It's a subdom relationship. Yeah. Um. Did you, so I remember you mentioning in your act when you moved over to Australia, how old were you when you came here? Uh, like 18 or 19. Yeah. One of those, yeah. Um. Yeah, it was back in, like, uh, end of 2014. 
I came here from uh, New Delhi and I was like, fuck, where's everyone, you know? Like, is this like a mortal town? Like, are they going to nuke it or something? <laughs> like, can I thought Canberra was just a facade. Like, I was beginning to be believe the conspiracy theories that Australia doesn't exist. <laughs> Outside of travel brochures and, like, ads. Yeah, you, you thought that it was like, um, like in, like, Fallout the like or like nuketown or whatever where they've got like those like fake f <sighs> testing facilities yeah like indiana jones gets into the fridge at the start of the movie and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you just thought that it was gonna just blow up it's <laughs> <laughs> constantly on edge yeah imagine going to one of those towns being like where's all the people and you just seen a fucking nuke coming this place is so clean <laughs> <laughs> it's like it looks old but it was built looks like it was built recently everything's freshly painted yeah this is lovely i'm gonna spend my life here you can tell that like it's not gonna last long when all the like paintings and stuff like all the walls and stuff are only painted with one coat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, if you ever try to paint a wall, you got to do, like, four or five fucking layers before you can, like, yeah. not see the fucking jib rock anymore. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, but like in cheap houses that they put up... So my buddy used to be a um, painter, hmm. and he said that by the time you paint, there's no budget left. Like, they've already gone over budget. So the house is done, and the owners are like, just keep the cost down. So can you just, like just do one coat of paint <laughs> so and sometimes you said the painters don't even get paid because like they just um don't they just skip on the bill yeah because you can't like come in and take the paint off yeah you know that's like leaving the house and just your underwear dude it's just like you need to you need to cover it up yeah <laughs> yeah it's like Ned Kelly and his long johns, you know? <laughs> well, he used to just wear his suit of armor as well. Oh, true, yeah. I went, he had oh, long johns and a suit of armor on top. Yeah, exactly. Like, he would have cooked in the summer. <laughs> Especially the, the Australian summer in the bush. It was it was definitely odd to have a suit of armor in the 19th century, right? When he was around. Like, it wasn't... They had outgrown them at that point. Like, he was still a weirdo, right? Yeah. It's not just looking back, he was weird for that. Yeah, 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 true. Imagine, like, if he went, like, back to, like, the Middle Ages, and he was just one of the normal, like, just uh, just one of the boys. But because he did it now, or did it, like, later, not now, Yeah. but it was considered weird. Yeah, it's like when we go to, when we go to, like, a park, and there's, like, live-action role-play dudes there, and chain mail with, like, maces. Ned Kelly was just one of those dudes. <laughs> you turn up to a LARP thing dressed as Ned Kelly. <laughs> and you're like, oh, you didn't say which era the suit of armor had to be from. Yeah. Like, because there's so many suits of armor to choose from from the Middle Ages. But if you go through to 1870, there's only one. <laughs> so there's less choice. Yeah, like a steel plate or a chain mail or something. <laughs> How funny would that be? Just turn up to a LARP thing dressed as Ned Kelly and just don't say anything. Just stand, stand there. Just drink and stand there with your with your fists up like the old stunts. Ready to do twenty rounds with Wild Ride. Yeah. But yeah, um, so what was it saying? We we're talking about um, yeah, we we're talking about um, 
not going out of the, out of the house without being dressed up. <laughs> Man, the um, it's like back to the Homer Simpson reference. You just like picture him just on the couch wearing his whitey tighties. Yeah. On the um, the more I look at it, the more I realize like the the closer I'm because I think Homer's like thirty four or something. Is his like set age? Mm. The closer I get to that age, the more I become like a fat dude with a hot missus. Yeah. That's like my goal when I was younger. I'm like, look, man, like as dumb as Homer can be in some episodes, he's got like, you know, kids, missus, house, full-time job, still hangs out with the boys. Yeah. Like people give him shit, man. He's got a fucking maid. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it's the American dream. He's living, he's got literally like the 2.5 children, fucking house, two cars. For at least a couple of episodes, he had hair and he was ripped as well, like temporarily. So he knows what that feels like. Yeah. He's done everything. For a small, for for like a component of a town, the Simpsons have done a lot. Yeah. Like that's just a dude that lives down the road and he's like been to space. He's like done all this shit yeah but he's just like a member of a town yeah he's not like worshipped or anything he's just a fucking dude he's done everything (laughs) probably the funniest like gag in simpsons is that he's completely he's he's a complete moron and his job is like the most important job (laughs) (laughs) in the town like they didn't give the fucking nuclear safety technician job to like Lenny. They didn't give it. To, I mean, he's there as well, <laughs> but like the meltdowns are never his fault. You know, it's always <laughs> like Hibbert is the doctor, and he's like so unprofessional. Yeah. And Homer has this Dr. fucking Nick's job. Probably worse though. Doctor Nick is arguably yeah worse. Yeah, how well, good. Tell me something unprofessional about Dr. Hibbert. What do you find? He's, uh, like, if you if you saw a Dr. Hibbert in, like, Canberra, like, you would just get picked apart and Yelp or whatever. You know, Google reviews would just be <laughs> yeah. to tear him to shreds, dude. <laughs> it's like this doctor fucking laughing at me and playing pranks and stuff. So unprofessional. There was a doctor in, um... Canberra that got bad Google reviews. Why? Um, it was just like super unprofessional. Apparently, he just didn't he didn't like update any of his certificates or anything. <laughs> it came it came up on a podcast once before. Um, he basically was chatting about um how he well like on the podcast we're chatting about how he if you go into his he doesn't practice anymore, um but um in his office. It was like a computer science certificate on the wall, not even like a doctor's certificate. <laughs> but it was like dated like 2004. <laughs> and uh, his practice got moved because someone like drove their car through it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so I've heard some good stories over the years. He got ram raided. Yeah, he got ram raided for his bloody morphine or something. Yeah. Yeah. But that brings us, we're sitting at an hour now, man, so let's uh, let's wrap it up with that. Have you done an hour? Yeah. Oh, good effort, man. So. 
<laughs> I try to keep them around that because, you know. It feels like only 25 minutes or something. It's like when you're on stage, if you're killing it, like, you go over, you go, you hit your five quick if you're doing an open mic five minute spot. Yeah. Um, but then, like, if you're just fucking going shit, you're like, holy fuck, has it only been three minutes? <laughs> you gotta throw in the towel. I've done times where, like, I did well. Yeah. And I was only about four minutes in, and I just like was just like that's good enough. Yeah. So like you can walk off early, I think. Like it's like if you work hard, you deserve an early mark. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, all right. Let's uh, wrap it up with that, man. Thanks for uh, being on the show, and um, guys, check out the um, check out the there'll be a, a link in my bio um, on instagram or um you can just check out my facebook for uh, any links to the show but 7th of december got fate um with ryan gallagher um caitlin mags um tom gibson and um and uh yeah we're gonna be at the basement dom and dom with dom i always i was picturing the poster in my head and because there's no picture of dom on there <laughs> he slides under the radar she just have one of those generic like facebook profile photos oh Dom. yeah yeah dude he um he, drawing of him he I'm, I'm keen to have him man it's been a while since i've um yeah he's hilarious dude i loved his last set at the open mic yeah so we um first time back in a while he came back to the basement open mic fat was there and we um got to catch him in full flight <laughs> i put him up at the end because that's his like that's his spot yeah mm, yeah yeah, he was hyping himself up the whole time, like, getting keen, which yeah, is good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, all right, we'll uh, catch everyone on the 7th, and uh, make sure you... Oh, yeah, make sure you share this episode for your chance to win tickets. Yeah. Yep, I'll announce that, like, the day before. So, if you didn't win, then you can still buy a ticket. Yeah. Yeah, because people will, like, share it and be like, well, I won't buy a ticket because I might win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Share it, and then if you don't win, buy a ticket anyway. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, cool. All right, thanks everyone for listening, and uh, do you have uh, socials that you want to shout out? Yeah, I got a... I got an Instagram uh, page. I don't remember the name. <laughs> it's like my... It's my name misspelled. I think it's like double F, double A... T, double E, double H, <laughs> with an ad before it. Yeah. <laughs> Follow me. Yeah, check that out. I'll, I'll uh, tag in the post. So yeah, cheers for listening, and uh, catch you in the next one. Ciao. Don't buy me a drink. Just name names. Yes, yeah, right. Big Tony. You'll get fucking thrown out of the strip club with your floppy disk. Yeah, all day. Make people feel shamed for shit all day. Don't blow it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. You'll get fucking Keep it simple. Count your money. That they're not proud of. Just give me ten bucks. All right.